<clears throat> oh, Grace, we're we're a tad late, like one minute late. I thought I was not going to have you. I'm here. You cut it close, Grace. I did. I got stuck in traffic. I'm in South Carolina and... I got, um, you know, there were the dazzling lights of Waffle House trying to lure me in, but I'm here instead. Well, I'm glad you made it because I was full on panic mode, but now we can start this show. You want to start it? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Grace, the end of the year is near, and we're going to talk about our favorite memories that can't be undone. So let's get chatting about them on episode 40. I'm Eric Idiot Runner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right, business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. Oh, did you arrive in South Carolina today? Yes, I did. Yeah. How long are you down there for? Uh, just, I'm heading out Wednesday evening. So oh, just okay. Yeah. Cool. Is it for hot work. down there? Is it warm? No, it's freezing. Oh, it was, it, it's like in the 30s now, I think, something like that. It's I I, I didn't know what to bring to wear because um, I'm here for work. And I'm like, well, I better not bring all my sweaters and my coats and all those things. I get down here and it was like 55 today. I was freezing. Yeah. Huh. Eh, go figure. Huh. How was your weekend? Oh, man. I had a great weekend. I'm so glad you asked. Um, the Dallastown uh, Wildcat 10K was Saturday morning. Uh, I think it's my fifth year race directing that race. There was one year that we didn't have it. So for five five total years over the course of six years. And um, this year was just phenomenal. We had 301 runners in the 10K and like 150. I think somewhere around there in the one miler, we have a one mile run first and then it's a 10 K and that's a part of the York road runners winter series. And nobody got lost. Nobody got hurt. Um, we had a last minute change for the start finish um, from the, the school system that I had to deal with, but you know, all in all, it went really well. And um I, one group that is a huge help every year is our ham radio operators. And this is really cool. We get about 20 of our volunteers come from a local group um, that do ham radio operation and they, they're my course um, volunteers. So they, you know, show people where to go, but it's kind of cool because I have a shadow the whole time and I hear about everything that's going out on the race course. It's, it's, it's pretty neat. So I have to shout out those volunteers because they're awesome. Nice. So you just hang out at the start finish line, I right? I do, and partially just because it's it's too fast. My my front runners are gonna come through. Like the first five k of the race is incredibly fast. It's about it's a little over a mile downhill for the first mile, 
and it and it's completely downhill. It's not rolling. It is downhill, and it's it's everybody's fastest first five k followed by your slowest five uh, k, which is what we we say for this race. And so uh, we get a lot of cross country kids, and I usually get my front runners coming in. Um, I think our winner averaged a 604 pace, something like that. And then it's just too fast for me to go out to the course and make it back in time. Um, so I, I have to hang by the start finish the whole time. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good numbers. I mean, can't complain. Yeah. That. yeah it's, it's a, it's usually a good turnout. It kind of depends on the weather. Um, so we had a really good turnout this year and, and everything went well. Uh, and that it's just, it's something that I, you know, spent a lot of time planning and now it's, that's the last event of big event of the year done. You get to start all over in a couple weeks. Yeah. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was just, it wasn't that exciting at all. It was, uh, nothing really fun or exciting to report. Becky went, did go down to big woods. Uh, fat ass 50k race which quite a few friends went down there and did that erica was down there erica lubera and the mm -hmm. rota smoker and jason lyons my good friend and clayton bouchard won it i think he got a sub five hour yeah. so yeah i mean it's a it's a pretty cool event i wish it was for me i wish it was on a saturday but it's just it is what it is but very cool event very well run and uh that is put on by the what group? Big Woods, Big Woods Running Group. I just drawn a blank there for a second, but they do a great job. Yeah, Big Woods. Cool. Yep. Yeah. How that, was your How was your year? How was your twenty twenty three? Boy, that's a good question, Grace. It got a lot better once I started doing this show with you. How's that? I agree and that is the correct answer yes Whew. all right <laughs> now, now, so we, we have a couple of things going on one yeah. of them um we do have in process is secret santa we have i think 26 people uh participating in secret santa and i'm really excited i got mine but i haven't opened it yet did you get yours in the mail so let me get this straight you know who everybody else got yeah i do so you must know who you got. Yeah, I honestly I don't remember. <laughs> I looked and then I immediately forgot who it was. Just because I was I was more concerned about trying to get everybody situated, you know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know this was gonna be the way it was gonna be where you were gonna be like the the above everybody and the kind of control everything. I yeah, I'm above you, which is the important part. Yeah. But no, I mean it's it's we got a lot of people signed up for it, and it's it's going to be exciting to see uh, what people yeah. get on the the twenty fifth show, yeah. the, the Christmas Day show. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, so we do have Secret Santa happening, and then on the twenty fifth, the goal is if you are watching live, then we'll all open our presents together. And if you're not watching live, that's okay too. You can open your present whenever you darn well feel like it. And uh, the other thing we have going on is the best of 2023. We created some categories for the best of 2023. And I have a little Google form and I'm going to post it. Um, 
I'm going to post it so people can take it. I'll probably throw it in the comments here and then I'll put it up on the Facebooks and would you, um, like, would you like me to go over a couple of them just to I, I would love for you to go over a couple. Of I, them. I have it up. I it, it's very impressive and I give you all the credit 110% for putting it together. But I mean, there's some fun stuff on here mm -hmm. in this Google Drive. I highly recommend everybody that's watching or that listens to the show to go to it and fill out. I guess you don't even need to fill out every single answer either. You can do partial, right? Yeah, you can totally do partial and it's set up that way. So you don't have to okay. you're not really show, sure how you want to answer that one. One particular question, you can just skip to the next one. We got. I'm just going to go through a couple of them. Skim through here. Best race photo that can uh -huh. be of yourself or the best one you've seen on social medias, I guess, I think. Mm -hmm. um, trail worker of the year. That's a pretty awesome one. That's I have some names I think I could off the top of my head I would throw in there. Volunteer of the year, kerchief of the year, pacer of the year. Um, oh, one of my favorites, idiot of the year. So so you can you can put in your nomination for idiot runner of the year. Idiot runner of the year. Now, can you um, kind of backtrack to idiot runner of the year because you had one in 2021, right? Yeah, that was the first. I had two, a, fe a male and a female. And right. that, was, that was the first year I did it, and they they got two awesome plaques for Idiot Runner of the Year. And then last, that was twenty twenty one. You said probably yeah. Last year, I I got nominations again, and I think I know who won it. But I was I I got real lazy, and I turned into an idiot myself, and I didn't really finish out like announcing it. You know, it just happens. So. We don't need to get in that. But anyway, every year there should be an idiot runner of the year. And I would I would say a male and a female because that should be the way it is. And or a woman and a man. And that, you know, every year should probably be a little different based on what people did and what they, you know, what they tried to do, what they attempted to do, and maybe different people's opinions. So the fact that the question's on there is a good one because I am excited to see who gets nominated. Yeah, I'm excited to see it too, um, because I was one of the people who kept bugging you last year to find out who it was because I wanted it to be the person I nominated. Let's just I'm pretty sure it was. But. It, it, it was. Let's just go with it was. <laughs> I got I got to do better, Grace. I'm not I'm not denying that. It just fell by the wayside more or less, and I never finished it out. Yeah. Okay. What other categories do we have? You got on here best after party um 2023 event of the year which that's boy that's gonna be a, a good one to win so what well let's pause right there what was your 2023 event of the year event of the year boy my you know when it comes to we're gonna get into kind of our best moments here in a little bit i think our yeah. personal best moments and i hope those of you listening, there's 15, I think, live listeners right now. I want you to start thinking about your best moment slash moments of the year. And I want you to type them into the comments because I want to talk about them. And I think it's important. They should be talked about. Um, anyway, my my event of the year. Yeah, for you personally. Like, I think there's um, the 2023, like, overall event of the year, which is what we'll talk about next week. 
You only have one week to fill this out, by the way. Okay. Um, but n for you personally, what was your event of the year? I, I had three big events this year, two 100 milers and, and the 200 miler that I didn't complete. And I would probably say my biggest, my biggest event, um, was the 200 miler and not because it was the longest event, not because I, I didn't finish it, but because of, um, what I got to experience going out to Alberta, Canada, and it blew me, you know, blew me away. And we got to, we got to see, we did a lot of stuff when we were out there. I feel like we filled our week full of everything we can, including part of that race. Um, so yeah, that would probably be mine, I guess, not thinking too hard about just race, my just events. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the idiot runner events that I do because they're low key and they're fun. And there's two of them every year and I look forward to it, but you know, the whole, the whole point of this, you know, trying to, do what you can while you're young and alive type of thing. The Canada was, was a good one. Like, I'm really glad I did it, even though it cost me a ton of money. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with wild goose 100. Um, I, it, I just like, I did not intend on running a race through a tropical storm. And, um, there were some, so many highlights of that weekend and running with, with Callie and, and, um, falling asleep on the trail. Like there, there were just so many cool, cool moments of that entire weekend and, and having Lacey and Barb supporting me. I, it was just all the feels the whole weekend was ridiculous. So I'm going to go with wild goose 100. Yeah, I mean, that's all good reasons to pick that, to have that as your answer. But all you really need, in my opinion, all you really need is the weather to to have that as your number one memory or number one race, because that was, the weather doesn't get any worse than, than what yeah. you guys had. Did and, I tell you about my post-race meal that I had at Wild Goose 100? No, but I want to hear about it right now. Okay. So my post-race meal for Wild Goose 100 uh, was a protein shake. That's okay. it. It was only a protein shake because nothing was open. <laughs> and my crew thought to buy me a protein shake that I could have in the car. Uh, but they assumed that there would be something open. Right. Where I could get like a burger, a sandwich, nothing. There was nothing open and I fell asleep on the couch and all I got was a protein shake. Well, you know, Grace, a protein shake is better than no shake or nothing at all. It so. is. I'm glad they had the forethought to get me a protein shake or else yeah. I would have had nothing. And the breakfast the next morning was amazing. But I, uh, I just had to throw that in there because it will make them laugh at least. Oh, man. My, one of my favorite things about running long distance is the food afterwards it's it's heavenly yeah. it really is yep. yep and that's what we have um best after party that was not my idea though i think i think that was angie's edition i asked for some suggestions and we got some really good ones we will have um there's a couple of other categories that will not be on the form 
because we have statistics to determine that. One of them is top episode of the year, and that'll be revealed by the most downloads from the RSS feed. And um, our list, our top town that has the most downloads, the most downloads from that city. I feel like you're going to be happy with that answer. I feel like it might be around your living area. I don't know. Yeah. That's, but that, that's great. I'm not. That'll be fun. Yeah. Totally yeah. awesome. Let's, let's see where we get the most downloads from. So we do have a couple of them that will come from the stats. We have uh, best alternate names for Eric, which you will see if you watch the YouTube version because uh, I change Eric's name every once in a while. And okay. then uh, best of Eric's rhymes. So that's also going to be. I mean, that's pretty much, that is the whole show. I mean, I've kind of carried us with those rhymes. You really have. If it wasn't for that, I mean, we, we wouldn't still be here. Yeah. We wouldn't be where we are today. That's the best way of putting it. I like this. I like this one. There's a question that says best new podcast. And in parentheses, there's only one correct answer. So this, and I think what you, I know what you're getting at with that one. This might be a good way of like calling out some of our uh, our listeners if we, if we need to like thin out the herd if if they put on anything but what mm. we feel is the right answer there then uh, it's pretty much you know they're banished. That's right. I'm really looking to call people out. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited to to see who we get to shame on the show. Yeah. I mean that's been our goal all year is to thin out our 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 listening audience. <laughs> We've got too many too many people listen. <laughs> oh man, um, John Obrzezinski. Yeah, the the breakneck point marathon is a or twenty one k is a phenomenal race. Some beautiful views up there. Very hardcore. Very rocky. You got to be a technical runner to love that stuff. But that's a good one. Um. All right. Let's go. A couple more. Let's see. Fan of the year. You can nominate yourself and. Uh, best show moment of 2023 i will have to give some deep thought into a couple of these yeah yeah it's good stuff are um, you gonna fill it out i'm not allowed to i guess I mean, you can i guess is that a conflict of interest no we get to have any rules we want no i'm, I'm i might not fill it out but i definitely want to talk about it when we yeah. uh go over what the the answers yeah. were so please, if yeah, like I said, the, those of you that do are live right now, take the time to to fill it out while you're busy during the week working, quote unquote. <laughs> um, get it done; it'll be fun stuff. Um, yeah. so having said that, you're going to we're are you going to put that on the the running mullet Facebook page, also. Uh, Yep, I'll put it on the Facebook page. We'll put it in the show notes in case you are not on Facebook, and we'll put it out on the YouTubes. Um, I love Kaylee's favorite thing she just put into the comments would definitely be crossing the finish line at Badwater 135. And a close second is pushing Keith over at the finish line of Eastern States 100 and beating him. That was hilarious, and I'm so glad I, I got to see that moment. And it is, it's also on our live yes. show. Yes. If you if you watch our two out, I think it's like two hours of live stream from Eastern States finish line. It's it's in there. Which two was, hours? Oh no no no! We're talking like it was six or something like that. It's pretty long. It's very long, yeah. And <laughs> I want to throw in there like 
the majority of it was me taking the reins because we were waiting for you to get there. Well, I was taking care of people. I know, I know. And that's, I mean, definitely one of the things that I wanted to do in 2023 um, was do more volunteering. And I tend to do a good, um, like a fair amount of crewing, I think, and pacing. I wanted to volunteer a little bit more than I had in the past. And I did accomplish that. I was crewing, I was crew chief for Laura Lidacker. I was really excited. It was a lot of fun um, at Eastern States. And that that was definitely a highlight of my year was crewing at Eastern States. I had so much fun. Every aid station was a blast. There were so many great people seeing all the other crews some of the crews we started like working together and helping each other. Callie and I went for a run. Um, I don't know. I just, I had so much fun at Eastern States and then taking care of Laura and watching her finish uh, her first hundred miler as Eastern States. So that was such a cool day. Yeah. I think the best part about something like Eastern States is yeah. Running it is very cool. Very cool. And finishing it is, is very awesome. But when you can be a part of it for the full race, 24 to 30 hours, mm. 36 hours, 35 hours, whatever it is, um, it's still just as fun, but you know, obviously a little less uh, painful, if you will. But yeah, you, it's still, it's a blast to, to be able to be still look, see it from different, you know, the first morning when it starts to the middle of the night or the first night to going to the finish line to see in, the death marches coming in. It's a blast for people that aren't running it to be able to do that. Yeah. And yes, to answer VT rider, which is, I believe that's Barry main talking on there. Um, we are going to be live at Heiner and the weather is going to be phenomenal with no wind and no rain. And then we are going live at Eastern States yeah. um, on a beautiful some August summer day with no yep. issues no thunderstorms in the evening. And I don't know, maybe we'll get lucky or make the stars align and hopefully go live at something else throughout the year. Mm -hmm. But heck yeah, we're at least doing the biggest party of the year, Heiner and Eastern yep. States. Yep. Yeah. And I think that was another highlight was going live at going live at Eastern States and then going live at Heiner. That was so much fun. And it was just a bummer that the, the weather wasn't quite right for us to be doing for us to be going live and um it was also our first time doing it so now that we've done it a couple of times we've had the show for a little while i'm pretty excited to go live at heiner and see how that goes you know yeah we might even need to try to get ourselves an easy up tent with some walls to it so we can be kind of protected but we'll talk about that from the weather i mean not not from our fans. We don't need to be protected from our fans. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't need to be protected. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so it's going to be a, a great year. Um, let's get back to talking about this year we're in, though, since it's getting ready to finish up. So mm -hmm. you, uh, you, we decided for this show we were going to talk about our best moments. Mm-hmm of 2023 best moment is what we i think what we settled on of 2023 yeah. and i i'm i'm assuming that meant you know related to running 
But boy, did I have a hard time coming up with an answer for this one. Um, and you know, I've, I thought about it for the last couple of days and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out just one. And then I realized that, man, the fact that I don't, it's not easy for me to pick one is a phenomenal thing. Is like, that means I did, I did what I want to do every year and do all kinds of cool shit. Right. Yeah. And I, I really, I still can't pick just one. Um, you know, I don't want to be sound cheesy, but like starting this podcast is pretty darn high up there. I would have never thought I would do a podcast, especially not with the grace. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly, but it's, it's true. Like we're, we're doing a podcast, Grace. That's pretty cool. It's so fun. Yeah. So that, that's pretty high up there of, of best moment. Um, other than that, you know, I, I, I got to go out to Montana and Alberta for two different races, which is part of my goal is through running is to see the world. And, you know, I feel like we accomplished that. My wife and I both went out both of those places um, with our children to one of them, one daughter at least. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, that, that's the best I can do for one, one special moment, I think, unless I keep thinking. There's, you, too, there's too many that are tied. It's, it's just, I can't, it's, you can't do this to me. Yeah. I, I won't do that to you. You were allowed to have more than one um, moment of 2023. Uh, I definitely had so many fun moments. I talked about a couple of them already. I mean, it's wild goose is definitely starting this podcast. It has been so much fun and just watching other people um, get to know each other uh, and share information through the podcast because from, you know, when I started off running, that's how I learned a lot of things was through podcasts, through reading. Um, but it's surprising how little information or how there's conflicting information in blogs and, um, and it's, it's hard to get to the good stuff. It's hard to get to the good stuff. And I started hearing a lot of the good stuff when I started listening to running podcasts. So I'm, I'm happy to share all of that information with other people. That's been a lot of fun yeah. with you. The, yeah. The best part about the podcast thing, and it's, you know, it was, it was probably more leaning towards when we first started the first couple months, I guess, but coming up the random or random people at races or events and stuff coming up to me and just saying how much, how wonderful the podcast was. And it's, it's the greatest thing ever. And it like, it blew me away. I'm like, really? Like, it's just Grace and I talking, but you know, you're right. It's, it's stuff that wasn't really out there and it's not, yeah, it's not rocket science per se, but it's, it's stuff that wasn't out there. And there's a lot of people, I guess a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people get focused on talking to only a certain section of people, a certain, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, group of people, not, not really, not really assuming that there's people that are just getting into it yesterday or, and that there's people that have been into it for 10 years and still don't know certain things. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. not, obviously the running mullet's about the front and the back and everything in between. So I think that's the beauty of what we're doing, but it was cool hearing some of those comments when we first got it started. Yeah. 
it is cool to hear that kind of stuff. And, you know, like I said, it's hard to find stuff out there. And I think I remember, I remember there was this Facebook group and there were women, there was like four or five women, something like that, who were like, Hey, we're, we all want to do blues cruise 50 K and blues cruise 50 K is a great first 50 K it's, you know, super welcoming. The aid stations are close together. It's not flat and it's not mountainous kind of in between just some rolling Hills. And, um, and so they were new to trail running and new to ultra and they, somehow created a group and, and I was like, Hey, I'm, you know, it's not my first 50 K and I'm not running it, but I'm happy to join in the group and, you know, give any insight. So one of them posted a link to this blog article and not an article. It was a blog. And this, this guy wrote this blog that said, run, it was running your first 50 K. And, and the beginning of it was, you know, first off, you shouldn't run a 50K if you can't run a sub 30 minute 5K. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. And so the the one woman posted it and she's like, I don't know, guys, I think this is a bad idea. I think I'm going to pull my name. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, don't listen to this. I don't know why this guy wrote this blog and like, oh, please don't do that to people. Like, I know you just want to share your experience with other people, but like there were several people who were not going to run. They decided, you know, their dream of running a 50K was never going to come to fruition because they can't run or had not yet run a 50K underneath 30 minutes. And I just thought that was terrible. And I know, I know that's not the kind of stuff that we're putting out there, but I know there's people out there who don't, who might live in an area where they don't have group runs. I learn a lot from group runs, from running with other people who have been doing it a lot longer than me. And, um, and maybe they don't listen to uh, a lot of podcasts, you know, not everybody has the time for that. So I'm happy to share the wisdom that other people have given me. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. As it's fun to to bring on other people and have them share their experiences and their wisdom too. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see who gets, um, cause we put on there, what else did we put up? We put like the best guest. I want to see who best guest is. I mean, for our first year, we had some pretty phenomenal, amazing guests. Yeah. It's going to be hard to mirror that in the coming years in my, but hey, the best part about it is we can have all them on again. So boom, in your face. Yeah. Anyway. Um, So whoever's listening, I still, I'm not seeing people typing their personal best moments in. I want them now so we can talk about them. Your best moment of 2023. I know you have one. Don't be hum- don't be uh, humble and not want to share it. Just throw it out there. Type it in right now. That's an order. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> I got some more. Um, here's two. Here's a couple more. I have um, my. As you know, Jason does not trail run. And he hates getting up early in the morning. So he doesn't, he didn't really come to races or anything like that. 
but we have found some other ways to get to spend more time together this year. And that's been super cool. So we've been mountain biking a lot. We maintain a section of the Mason Dixon trail and I renamed part of it Jason's holler because it's his favorite section of that trail. And, um, and we go to the gym together. I've been, um, going to the gym. I wanted to like continuously go to the gym this year and do strength training. And I say go to the gym, meaning strength training. So some people do strength training at home. I go to the gym just because they have, um, I do a lot of barbell work and I don't have a barbell at home. Right. And, uh, I've been going pretty consistently at least three days a week. And so that's been really great that I've, uh, you know, I still have my my sport that I love, which is running, and he doesn't have to be there for all of it, you know, um, but it's been cool to spend a little more time with him in some other ways that still helps my running, my running this year. So that's been neat. Yeah. Any way you can connect more with your uh, significant other is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else? Best mm-hmm. moment, like... Best running moment of all time in 2023. What is it? Do can you do it? Can do you have one? I already told you what mine was. It was Wild oh, Goose. Crazy. Okay, you're right. You did. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some of them that are coming into the chat. Yes, so, Finally. Callie, same thing, is her 100 mile finish, um, which was also at Wild Goose and Albert's 100 mile finish, which was Eastern States. Yep. That's two very good ones. Then Barry Main says grindstone 100, dropping his pacers and going sub 24. I wonder what his pacers think of that. I'm sure they're thrilled, but that's, that's awesome. That's a pretty cool experience and pretty cool way to end a hundred miler. Yeah. This is why I don't pace Laura. Cause I know she would drop me. Yeah. I, Man, I got to find slower pacers because I, there's no way I could ever drop it. I'm trying to think. Everybody that paces me at anything, there's no way I could ever drop them because they're faster than me. <sighs> Jerks. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Jeff Harrod finished at 100K was certainly the best trail moment of 2023. But you got to read it for the people who are listening to us on the Spotify's. Read the words. My finish at World's End 100K was certainly my best trail running moment of 2023. Man, that was a blast. Like that? Yes. Great job. Jeff Harrod, that I mean, anybody who finishes World's End 100K, um, it should be a highlight of their year for sure. 100% for sure. Hard race. Well done. Um, let's see. Cliff Sullivan. He, ran, he is the... Um, he is the vice president of Tioga Running Club right now, currently up here in, in Tioga County in Wellsboro. And he ran Canyonman 100. Can, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to read it word for word. Canyonman 100 and pacing, experiencing Eastern States 100 for the first time. Mm, so he was, ones. He, I think, I'm pretty sure from what I recall talking to him, he's got the, he got the fever from going to Eastern States and um, pacing and crewing. So I, I'm not sure if he signed up for it this year or not. I think so. I think so. But yeah, he, he got bit by the bug, which nice. a lot of people do. Not me. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to crew again. I had, I had slight, 
a little a, a little slight fever temperature of wanting to 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 register when when it was going when it was going on but i'm yeah. too far i'm too deep into the other side of it of having an aid station now and mm-hmm. even ha- even all the athletes that i want to see at different point hopefully different spots and stuff i mm-hmm. i'm okay i'm okay not doing it yeah Oh, what about what about John Albrzezinski? He's got something up there. Uh, there you go. All right. Personal best moment. The frozen snot PR for me. I should have run it even faster, but it was a great day. It was fast for everyone. No snow. I got to finish the race with my friend Steve Pagano. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I will argue with that course. I think sections of it are faster with snow. I would say that that's not a very good argument because most people would agree with that. And I don't think it's just sections. I think the race as a whole, it, because it's so vert heavy up, you know, very steep ups and very steep downs, yeah. it's helpful to have some snow to dig to, for your feet to have somewhere to land. Ice, if you have, you know, if you have the right spikes and stuff, same thing. It's not that bad, but... Obviously, now, no one wears spikes in dirt. So when it when you just have the ground, it's it's going to be harder. Yeah. Now and and here's 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 the one section though, um, where I think you can move. You get up the very first climb. We're yep. talking about the frozen snot, which is um, in February. It's notorious for having very steep ups and downs. There's a couple of flat sections. Those flat sections. It's the mile in and the mile out, which I would argue are are faster without snow. Yes. And then on the course itself, those couple of flat sections are covered in rocks and the snow fills in the gaps and it becomes easier to run on the flats when there's enough snow to totally fill in the gaps. Yeah. And I guess we're talking, I mean there's a lot of different kind of snows that can be yeah. on the ground and, and form, yeah. get old snow. Also, if you have a ton of snow on the descents, you can just sit down and slide. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. Ask me how I know. Toboggan your ass down the hill. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. No, it's good stuff. But yeah, if you have if you have a perfect snow to where it's almost when you're flying one of the on those downhills and you can put your foot in the ground it's like i don't know stepping steps it's literally like running down steps um makes life a lot easier and it gives you more confidence so yeah good job john i want to see a pr from you when it is actually frozen snot type of course Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm so glad people type stuff in. God, gosh. Finally, uh, John Bowfinger, Hills Creek Triathlon, 14th out of Ooh. 35, oldest in the event at age 69. Ah, that's awesome. That's very awesome. Hills Creek Triathlon is a 5K run and then a, I forget what the distance is around the lake um, in a kayak. It's not a swim, it's in Ooh. a kayak. I'm going to say it's roughly three miles because you go around the perimeter of the lake and then you have a, I believe it's an eight mile bike ride right past the end of my road um, to finish the race. So, and it's a triathlon in that it's T-R-Y. It's meant for everybody to, to get outside 
and to you know push their limits and see what they can do so it's a pretty cool small event or localized event up here been going on for many years so if you ever want to get out it's in the september ish maybe i'm throwing that i think it's around that area time frame cool event to do i'm gonna have to check it out uh kaylee frederick also added completing the blacklist is definitely up there for best moment too uh kaylee just had a huge huge year with a finish of um the blacklist races which is heiner world's end eastern states and black forest all in the same year and bad water 135 and yeah she other bonus races baker and laurel highlands some other ones in there yeah i think she was basically the youngest finisher of every single race in the united states in 2023 <laughs> i mean maybe a few she missed but for the most part no she had a huge year um she just kept hammering away and month after month and even at week after week so yeah. kudos to her and thank you for being a part of the show uh um, the shits the shits was a fun race the shits stands for what's it stand for grace i don't remember <laughs> six hour, six hour idiot, or no something hour idiot trot I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I know what it is. It's, it's, just, it's Eric's race, and yeah. he doesn't remember what it stands for. For anybody who's listening, Cliff, what, what did it stand for, Cliff? I don't that sizzling, sizzling hot, hot idiot, idiot trot. trot. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. Was fun, and um, the next one is coming up here on January twentieth, which right. is going, which is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, what else we got? One, who's Jetpack? Who is that? Do I, should I know who uh, you That is Erica Libera, I believe. Oh, okay. Wonderland Trail, which is a, around um, Mount Rainier. Is it in my car? No. Who's Jetpack? Jetpack? No, 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 no. Jetpack is... Um, they got a little picture there. Um, Rachel. Rachel Edge. <laughs> yes. This is why we don't do nicknames, people. Come on. Like, gosh. That's her trail name from she did the entire Appalachian Trail. You get to have a trail name once you're right. I can't I can't knock that. Jetpack it is. Yeah. Is manifest. All right. I will write these down so I know who your nickname is. What's my nick? Yeah, I need a better nickname. Yours is on your hat. There you go. Yep. (laughs) All right. What else we got? Um uh Adam Cole tank. The <laughs> DNF Chief Watona four miler, uh, a very brutal race, as he as he puts it. Yeah, it is a brutal race. That the race director John Johnson is even more brutal. He's uh-huh. he doesn't care about your health or safety. And Adam, I I I I know what it's like. It's it's a tough four miles. Maybe next year you can you can get it back. I don't know. Best of luck. Oh man! All right, I think that's that's everybody that. Uh, no, we got we got one in here. Ah, yeah, Steve Pagano, closing crossing the finish line at Call of the Wilds 50k. I also ran the 50k this year. That's one hard MF and 50k. So yeah, anybody who crosses the finish line at that one, um, 
but still, I don't think you have to run a 30 minute 5k to be able to do it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I'm telling you this bothered me. I'm really glad I, I got to work through it on the podcast. Gabe Batdorf is listening because I know he he typed something up top here and he did not respond. He had a huge year and I'm calling him out right now. He better still be listening and he better type in his best memory of the year because I want to know what it is because he had a big year. Yeah. Uh, James Compton added in Heiner half and the Conestoga tough 10 miles were first time races and they went well. Uh, nice choices of first-time trail races. I mean, Heiner Half is absolutely beautiful and a class, uh, not quite yet a classic. I mean, it hasn't been around uh, a very long time, but it, it's it's a um, just an iconic course. All right, you're, you're you're throwing out some big words here. So what, Grace? What 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 identifies it as classic? How many years does something have to be? Oh, it's got to be around. I think at least ten. In, 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 terms, in terms of trail racing, I mean, trail racing in itself is a pretty young sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultra running is a pretty young sport. So Laurel Highlands, for example, the, the 70 miler version has been around, um, I think, since that one is one of the oldest ultras in the country. So I would call Laurel Highlands a classic as an example. Uh, iconic what makes it iconic um i think i think uh well the heiner half here's here's an example is the the climb the heiner climb is iconic it yeah the the photo that you get yeah i i mean i made a cake of it and i got a prize so yeah that says it all um conestoga actually that 10 miler has been around for a while uh, Lancashire Roadrunners Club uh, held it for many years. It had it went on, on out on hiatus for a little while, and then um, Jason Logue brought it back just a couple of years ago. And that is a very difficult race, um, the Conestoga Ten Miler. Highly recommended as well. So um, nice choice of first first time races. Uh, both of them really difficult trail races. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, Matt Smith, West Virginia Trilogy and Rimna River 100, his first 100, three weeks apart. That's phenomenal. And that's a, that's a very good, difficult, hard first 100. I have not run it yet, but the things I hear from that race and keep hearing every year is phenomenal. Yeah, I um, West Virginia does a heck of a job with uh, race directing. There's several good groups down there they every time i've raced in west virginia it's just well organized good peeps yeah cool are you ever going to do something like rimna river does does that interest you um i don't know why but it doesn't uh i it's also a really it's a time of year where there are several other races that are that just interest me a little bit more Although if I were to recommend a hundred miler to other people, Rim to River is really high on my list just because I hear nothing but amazing things about this race from the views to the race directing to the people who attend. I would attend it, um, but it just it just um, doesn't appeal to me personally. I don't know why. 
Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I mean, it is a it's a hard time of year. Yeah. Um, unless that's your goal race, it's at the end of the run racing season. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. a couple others I would I would put ahead of it. That's 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 all. And my body is not physically capable of doing, um, you know, a hundred every year like Lee Con or a hundred every month like Lee Connor or somebody like that. Like if I was capable of doing that, I would absolutely run it. Um, but I'm just not capable of doing more than say two a year. Yeah. All right. Put Gabe's up. I mean, I didn't even read it oh, yet. Here Gabe's we go. Up. All here right. Go. Gabe Batforth, Batdorf. 2023 was huge. Tons of memories made, many miles with new and old friends, and just pushing the limits. Best memory, winner, idiot, tie for first. Those miles spent with Adam Kolb set the stage. Yeah, that that was a pretty awesome memory. And I actually thought about that memory this week when I was trying to answer your question of my favorite memory is those two ran the idiot race for many, many hours, um, basically together. And it came down to the, the last lap and they both had to decide pretty much what they were going to do of who's going to win this race. And anybody, if you, if, if you guys know either of these amazing athletes, um, Adam is just a tank who can go forever, but he doesn't have anywhere near this, the speed in his legs that Gabe can produce. Um, but long story short, they came into my garage together to finish the race as a tie, which was Gabe's first hundred K distance, which set the stage for a huge year of Eastern uh, World's End, very high finish. Eastern States, very high finish. And Black Forest, very high finish. And it, dude's just an animal. So thank you, Gabe, for telling us what your favorite memory was. It was one of my favorite memories also. Yeah, and then James threw in here, uh, getting my green Roxylvania jacket for finishing two in the 25K division. I am, you know... The Roxylvania Trail Series, if you've never heard of this, the Roxylvania Trail Series, you look it up, there are four, four or five divisions. I think four. There's a bunch, yeah. <clears throat> and um, is a really cool little trail series uh, where if you, if you do so many, you know, you gain points for each race that you do within that particular series, four different series to choose from. Um, and that's a, a like, as you know, I've been talking about the winter series, which I race direct one of the races. It's just a fun way to uh, collect points and then do a big celebration at the end. Um, I, I really think they're a lot of fun to do. And I've never done the Roxylvania Trail Series. I have been wanting to. I can't wait to see um, the races that are posted for 2024. So I think that'll be fun. It's just a great way to stay motivated, too. Yeah. I mean, I haven't officially done the trail series myself either. But for anybody that's just getting into things or really finding out that they like racing and running, like yeah. there's so many different distances. You can pick your, you know, whatever, whatever distance that you think is your your jam and, and run those races alone. It's just it's a great, great group of races and uh, carrot to try to chase after throughout the year. Yeah, and they've got great swag and a big old party at the end. So um, it, it that's a fun one, I think, to look out for. And we will do an episode to talk about 2024. 
but I think that's a fun one to look out for for in 2024 if you live in Pennsylvania. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. What else you got? You want to head towards shutting it down or what? Yeah, let's head towards shutting it down. I mean, definitely my my Brandywine FKT and my Horseshoe FKT attempt were two big, huge highlights of the year for me. Um, I really enjoyed it and uh, can't wait to check out some more FKTs next year. Yeah, I would have to say ditto on that. I mean, one of the big, one of the most exciting things about finishing out of a year like where we're at right now is getting super excited for what um, what you want to do the following year. You know, I have some big things planned and boy, it's it, hopefully I can, I can, uh, get them accomplished. And even if I don't, it's still big stuff on the calendar to look forward to. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. What are you doing this coming weekend? Oh, uh, you know, that is a very good question. Uh, oh, I am doing the um, Lake Redmond nine miler. I'm either going to volunteer or I'm going to run. I don't know which one, but that is the last of the York Ridge Runners trail series um, to close out the year. So that's on Saturday and I don't know what I'm going to do on Sunday. I don't know. I, I started into, oh, uh, <laughs> I kind of finished out my strength training block and since I'm headed into race season, because my first big race is in February, I'm headed in, I'm in a VO2 max block right now. And they're just, they're not fun, but I'm doing it. A little hard work, huh? Yeah, a little hard work. I see your workouts. I like it. Yep. Yep. Got to put the work in and, uh, you know, raise that lactate threshold. Good for you. Yeah. So that's what I've been working on right now. That's been kind of my focus is, is, um, you know, switching gears into race training mode so that I can start off the year strong. Yep. It's important to at least try to maintain through these kind of sluggish, hard to get out in two months. Yeah, well, it's hard too because my first key race is always early in the year. It's you know, uh, first or second weekend of February, so it's like I have to peak my training in January. It's a really weird time to have a peak training cycle, but so it goes. How about you? What's your weekend? What are you doing? Um, no hunting this weekend, so I'm hoping to actually get a legitimate long run in saturday or sunday nice uh yeah man i'm really boring this time of year i, I got i haven't i don't have anything super fun for you okay i have to start cleaning out my garage to get ready for all the idiots coming because that's going to come before i know it there's 69 i don't this is not the first time that i've had 69 registered people for signed up to come run the idiot race it's maybe it's just by chance it seems like an odd number to get stuck on but whatever um don't think about it too much it's I, it's I'm, fine yeah totally fine so yeah i don't know uh i'm running this weekend grace that's my plan all right i like it yeah 
and we'll be back. I guess we'll be back next Monday because that seems to be what we do, right? Every yeah, Monday. every Monday we come back around. And next Monday we will reveal the winners of the best of 2023 from all of your answers. And discuss whether they should be the winner or what happened or if there's been people tampering with with the answers. I, you never know. It, with this day and age, it's people are sketchy. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. And I hope you get all your Christmas shopping done because your time is running pretty thin here. Like the only thing you have left at this point is Amazon. And even those guys don't get it to you in two days anymore. So word of advice, get your shopping done. Okay. Right? Well, thanks. Thanks for that. Are you done? Did you get me my thing, my gift yet? Yeah, I, I'm pretty much done. I, I go fairly low key with, um, the holidays. Nice. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll see you next Monday at seven 30 and tell your friends we have 21 live listeners. We better beat that next week or Santa's not coming to town. Santa's totally coming to town. Don't listen to him. You're all amazing. And we well, love you. Yeah, all that. But he will be, let's remind them, he will be here on the 25th. Oh, yeah. Santa is coming on the 25th. He oh, will right. tell you if you've been naughty or nice. So yes, that is happening. get your stuff in order. Okay. All right. Next week, same time, same place. I will see you, Grace. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.